Spooktober. Remember that like dead on Crypt Keeper laugh that I did? Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, Halloween. So that was again. a really good one. Yeah. I come know on, you, you got a can. Come you, on. You can do it. Yeah. Um. Hold on. I, I have to. I have to channel. Just back like, up off the mic a little bit. Yeah, well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, no, but it. I have to like channel your inner puppet. Yeah, I was, I was about to say I have to pretend I'm a puppet. <laughs> Hold on, like it's like, oh, yeah, I was like made in industrial light and magic, and like yeah, like googly eyes and made of rubber and shit. Like, okay, yeah. you can do it, dude. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. What no, a pro. that's killer. What yeah, a pro. Yeah, there we go. We should really go all out this uh, this Halloween with our right. episode. Yeah, let's, let's do get it. on planning that right. now. Maybe yeah. we'll start writing some scripts okay. and stuff. Before. Oh yeah, we need, to, we need to find some uh, creaky door sounds. Oh, you know, I got the sound effects, <laughs> yeah, baby. Right, yeah, okay, yeah, I yeah, got some... a whole. I got folders on folders of okay. sound effects. <laughs> yeah, you know, or or we could just like be our own foley artists, like try to do it ourselves, like mm. Axel like, F. Like we have an old That's house, so we much could, work. Though. We could record <laughs> our own squeaky doors. Is like, <laughs> so we do have a lot of squeaky doors. Yeah. and ghosts. Yeah, and yeah. ghosts. Yeah, so yeah, we do. Yeah, the fall. The leaves are changing. Leaves are changing. Fall is here. It's true. It's beautiful, and it is spooky season. You know what's really spooky? What? Fascism is on the rise in Europe. Yep, that is um, a bad portend. It doesn't portend well. No, that's the phrase. No, no it doesn't. Um, no, because we got what do we got? We got we got the we got the OG Italy. Right? <laughs> yep, yeah, yep. they they invented that shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think I think it was uh, Sweden had a an election that got some really left or right wing people in there. Uh, just as they're jo- deciding to join NATO. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. that's uh. A great sign. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Ukraine officially applied to NATO. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Also, Ooh. also some fascism in there, and uh, um, uh, and Hungary. In Hungary, yeah. yeah. Hey, when I'm hungry, I get pretty fascist. Too. I don't know. <laughs> you know, start barking orders at people. Uh, maybe Europe just needs a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was reading this like uh, really bleak. Twitter thread about somebody who was like uh, uh, somebody from the UK who was sharing like tips and tricks for how to stay alive this winter. And it's just like, you know, get thermal socks, don't wear cotton, wear wool, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, a a tight layer under a loose layer is better than two loose layers. Lighting candles, um, boil all your water in the, because you know, these motherfuckers are drinking like 15 cups of tea a day. (laughs) Boil all your water in the morning and put it in um, like a thermos like thermoses yeah. so that you don't have to boil water multiple times a day like it is the energy crisis in the uk and in in europe is going to be very fucking bad this winter this is gonna be a very bad winter yeah. in a lot of respects yeah yeah i mean yeah it's not looking good yeah. and uh the Nord Stream two and one have both been hit by now i believe four acts of underwater sabotage who do we think did it uh, yeah I'm going to go with the CIA. I think it's the CIA, too. The the reason that I feel it's that is that, like, I can't put anything past those motherfuckers. And, like, did you guys hear the um, the clip uh, of uh, Biden uh, basically, like, foreboding that... Nord Stream two is will be stopped, and somebody was like, "Well, how how are you going to do that when it's not?" your choice at all like that's oh, like oh we'll do it and he goes there will be uh, we there will be no longer 
on Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. How will, you, how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will... Uh, I promise you we'll be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah it was very yeah. ominous. It must, and, must be really hard to have such a Alzheimer's doubt yeah. uh, president. Because sometimes <laughs> like, they like just working say the with thing. Him. Yeah, and they're like, no, that was the thing you're not supposed to say. Well, and it's It tough was in the red folder. It was in the red folder. <laughs> <laughs> and it's tough with Biden because sometimes he says the thing, the, the, the true thing, and everybody's like, yeah, he said the thing. And then sometimes he says the thing, and everybody's like, no, not that thing. Don't say that. It's really unfair It's got to be him. very confusing yeah. for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, the, the let's look at the other angles on this, right? Like, why would Putin do it? Um, to like show how fragile like the energy infrastructure is to like highlight how dependent the countries that are dependent on his natural gas are like, yeah. Cause it's not like Russia needs to be able to sell their natural gas right now. It's not like they are desperate for, you know, money and, uh, ways to pay for their extremely expensive war in Ukraine. Yeah. (laughs) And, and like, you know, the, it's a bad look, right? When your pipeline leaks and, you know, especially when it leaks this bad, something that's like this ecologically devastating. Yeah. Like there's a mile and a only, half. Only America could do something that ecologically yeah. devastating <laughs> like, for no fucking reason. <laughs> like for the love of the game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. Like, it, and now I'm thinking about it, like, you know, maybe they are, maybe, maybe somebody in CIA read uh, the book I'm reading right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Kim Minist- Stanley Robinson, yeah, like, Ministry yeah. of the Future. And they're just like getting out ahead and doing like um false flag like eco terror attacks because like if this was somehow a submarine based um eco terror group that is like you know extinction rebellion is gonna gonna claim uh, responsibility yeah (laughs) the idea idea that that, would be cool if that's how you know it was yeah yeah if if, if, if xr comes out and says oh we dumped like a gigaton of methane like into the atmosphere uh you know for for climate change (laughs) uh then you know it's cia but like you know because this is this is really there's a mile and a half wide diameter of such turbulent emissions of methane into the ocean that like you can't sail a boat in that area because one it'll likely sink it's it's roiled that much like that the buoyancy will be all fucked up and two it might explode yeah and how do they fix it like how well i i don't even know like i i the 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 all the headlines keep being about the fact that it's happening and i haven't like done the due diligence sorry listener to figure out if they've like repaired it or shut it off or what but like I, I wake up in the morning i'm making my breakfast i'm looking at like reuters news or whatever and i'm seeing this mile and a half wide like diameter of just like a roiling like baltic sea being like filled with methane and i'm like that's not good <laughs> like and that's pretty much where methane I, yeah that, more it, like us thane chris <laughs> We're all in this together, guys. Yeah, that's the way the... Uh, I keep having weird British pronunciations of things. Um, <laughs> Do the British call it methane? I think so. At well, least the, the Ro- Reuters re- regularly uh, refers to it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's got to be the CIA. Like, yeah. yeah. And, you know... Because you also want Europe to be more desperate, right? Because they're not, uh, like, really going... They're not full-throated in their support for 
Ukraine enough. Well, like and, they're not yeah. jumping into it for some reason. They don't want to <laughs> anger the enormous country to its east, <laughs> where like, they get all their energy. Where they get all their energy. For yeah. some reason, they're a little hesitant to piss all of them off. For some reason, yeah, yeah it's really strange politics going on. Yeah. Um, hey, listeners in Europe, uh, sound off in the comments. Let us know what your perspective is on this. Uh, we got some Swedes, right? Yeah, we got some know. Swedes. We got some Brits. We got yeah, uh, a German or we got a German or two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so all seven of you, on. if you want to write yeah. in and let us know, know what you're, how, what the, about the specter that is haunting Europe. <laughs> it is not communism this time. It's just spoopy season. It's just yeah. spooks. Yeah. <laughs> spooks. Yeah. 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 Oh, nice. I didn't even realize I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's up with synthetic milk? This oh, is, hell this yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We, you can get yeast to do all kinds of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like. I've gone back and forth on my uh, reticence around um, genetically modified organisms, you know, over the years. And I think at this point, I'm pro-GMO with asterisks attached, which is to say, like, if it's specifically something done, like, in a controlled environment, and it's being used to create a much more ecologically beneficial version of a commodity that like people you know demand like on a huge scale then i'm pretty okay with it uh but the idea of like doing a lot of gmo and like releasing that directly into the ecosystem as like a way of you know trying to handle and get you know a, a, a lid on like our worst um environmental catastrophes i'm like way more reticent about so the idea of synthetic milk for listeners that yeah, aren't familiar here, yeah. with yeah, us yeah. is you know how like all vegan milks suck yeah like yes. nut milk almond milk um oat milk they're um, all bad yeah, yeah they're they're gross and they don't taste like milk at all and you can't like make dairy products with them you can't have like make yogurt yeah. with yeah. them you can't make cheese with them you can't the make... ice cream sucks yeah like yeah. Try, try melting some diet cheese yeah get oh, back to me well, about, yeah. i, I yeah. do like soy delicious or so delicious or whatever i think they changed their name to so so delicious because everyone was anti-soy for a while that's pretty good but, i like, do not i do not care for it but like the the real holy grail of like vegan products as it relates to you know replacements for dairy is like a vegan produced simulacrum of milk that's like on a molecular basis identical yeah mm-hmm. which hypothetically you could do because what People is milk? Are doing it yeah it's a colloid it's <laughs> yeah. like it's like 87 percent water yep. and then and then a bunch of different like proteins, proteins and, and carbohydrates fats. Yep. Yeah. proteins fats and yeah. sugars yeah. so the sugars pr- primarily lactose and then the proteins i don't know the details on yeah. but then the fat same thing and all of those compounds are hypothetically producible by life that isn't sentient and like you know cares for its young and yeah yeah, yeah yeah and like and so there's these a uh, couple companies uh, that are out there um, uh, so there's a, there's a company there's a U.S. company called Perfect Day and New Culture Perfect Day and yeah. New Culture yeah. Those, that and sounds like that's extremely like dystopian. Uh, uh, yeah dystopian yeah. yeah it sounds like it sounds like what you would <laughs> yeah i once wrote this short story that almost got accepted to a literary magazine but it didn't um that was like about you know um it was like a horror it was like a sci-fi horror story about uh like sentient meat like <laughs> that they like you know like lab-grown meat that became sentient um and yeah I, I think like that name those names are like what you would put in that story that's yeah, like what you yeah. would call the company that makes yeah. them and then there's also all g foods 
and uh, another one, Yeast of Eden. I think I like the Yeast big, of Eden. That's, yeah. that's clever. Yeah, um, yeah. All, all G Foods <clears throat> is going to end up being a um, what's the guy that does Borat? Oh, Ali G. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's his uh, name? Oh, uh, uh, Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All G Foods is going to end up being a Sasha Baron Cohen, <laughs> like like deep uh, underground kind of like like, well, like long Beyond... con joke. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think they make Beyond Meat. Oh, Do yeah? they? I think okay. so. Yeah. Ah. All right. Or or something very similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's an and then the the BDS one that you're going to have to boycott as soon as it hits market is called Remilk. Which I don't really want to buy anything from something called Remilk. Sounds like a slur. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But that's a uh, the there's an Israel. That's the name of the Israeli f- firm. That's also has a giant facility in Denmark where they want to produce cheese, yogurt, and ice cream. Man, do you think Moses, when he was crossing the Red Sea, would st- think that you know thousands of years later there'd still be apartheid? Uh, <laughs> where the fuck did that come from? You know what? I wonder. Why the hell did you do that? Why did you do that? <laughs> I bet that cheese made with lab milk on a pepperoni pizza would be kosher. Oh, interesting. Whoa. Because you're not supposed to. No, no to, hooves. Yeah. Well, oh, wait. I wasn't thinking about the pepperoni shit. Uh, uh, because you're not supposed to have like milk, right. like dairy and meat together. Right. You sh- you're not supposed to whatever bathe the meat in its mother's milk or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, yeah, it's just but, disrespectful. But I wonder right. if that would make a lot of food kosher. Well, yeah, I mean, if, yeah. Well, I mean, you'd need like a rabbi to decide <laughs> if like the yeast is uh, like actually making milk or like, is it an animal or something? But it, but then it's like, it doesn't have hooves. Like I was like the cloven hoof thing. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know, man. Look, I just want Jews to be able to have a cheeseburger. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. But uh, Israel, you know, is leading the way on a lot of alt meat. Like yeah. there's a ton in that sector and they're doing all types of really interesting stuff. So, you know, To that end, like, hell yeah. Like, you know, if you can further the scientific understanding of how to make delicious, like, nutritious foods that don't require the uh, suffering and slaughter of billions of sentient uh, creatures every year, like, that'd be sweet. Uh, And so to that end, I'm really personally excited for synthetic uh, milk. Yeah, I'm I'm down for it, yeah. Like, I'm not even a milk drinker. No. I basically just have yogurt. That's, like, the only one that my little delicate belly can, like, properly digest. (laughs) Oh, yeah, (laughs) It makes me shit for yeah. days. Yeah, that's the other thing is that like the Jews are like we have to figure this out. Like, our <laughs> IBS the, is just keeps getting worse. They have the most upset worse. tummies. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, relatable. Uh, right. Yeah, but I, I so I, I, sorry, we're jumping around here. But the idea is that you get these you you genetically alter yeast, which will all which you know you already use. They, they use in the article they describe is it, like it's basically brewing, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, they mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. like just regular yeast will produce alcohols by eating the sugars, mm-hmm. and you basically try to alter the yeast's DNA in order for it to produce like to eat lactose and produce all these other proteins that usually show up in milk. So mm-hmm. you would basically brew milk. Yep, and it probably in yeah. like many different vats. Like yeah. you'd probably be doing a you know a fat over here, protein over here, and then you know, you'd like, mix them together. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that uh, that um, uh, uh, God playing game <laughs> would produce something that sounds that that probably that is supposed to like taste and like basically be milk that 
didn't that never came from from an utter and yeah like you were saying chris like yeah um gmo but please be safe about it like yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, like much if yeah. you have seen the most recent jurassic park right right you know how important it <laughs> yeah, is to yeah, be yeah. safe with our gmos yeah yeah I, I could imagine yeah like getting a tour of the place and like don't worry we've taken all the precautions and all the yeasts are actually female so you know, like there's no way <laughs> that this yeast could ever possibly break free of uh, lactose park yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> to, to, back to your point about gmos chris it's like the the real the, you know genetic modification has the potential to like rid world hunger mm-hmm. the problem is that when it is held in a like for the purposes of generating profit for mm-hmm. a small few mm-hmm. that is you know that's hard to hard to operate that kind of industry in a way that is, is for the benefit of all. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, I completely agree with that. And then beyond that, just like, you know, our ecological situation is rapidly deteriorating, as every listener of the show knows. Uh, and, like, there's going to probably be inflection points where the only logical thing is to, like, make huge industrial interventions in like our biosphere like and for, for in our food supply yeah, yeah and our food yeah, supply yeah. especially but like yeah. you know we need to do that to take the pressure off of the biosphere like yeah. to a huge degree yeah. but i'm saying like you know you think about ocean warming and you think about uh ocean acidification and right. like naturally there's going to be a bun- like a selection bias and like a bit of a um uh, you know, ecological or uh, evolutionary funneling that happens, right? Like we were talking about the corals the other day about how, you know, now there's like a specific, you know, acid uh, tolerant and heat tolerant coral that's like rapidly pop- repopulating the Great Barrier Reef better than no coral, you know, because it's, it's a whole creating hopefully for now. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, like the, you know, the whole food web um is based on like extremely small little delicate organisms like Like yeast yeah and phytoplankton and things like that and like you know to the degree that uh there will be a natural evolutionary process by which a bunch of those uh self-select to be uh, you know adapted to the environment is is probably going to take us pretty far yeah but i could see a time where you know i don't know like something really bad happens and everything gets worse faster than biology can like you know go and they're like all right we're gonna like release all this gmo phytoplankton to the ocean that's like not gonna get fucked up by the heat and the the acidity and it's like you know we're, we're, but then, but, but then yeah. it turns out it also like you know like like shits meth or like, or like, like <laughs> yeah. those little yeasts like also like produce some sort of like toxic chemical that like turns you know, your 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 butt into a, a apple or something i don't, I don't i'm trying to think of something <laughs> the frogs will be gay yeah, your yeah. butt will be an apple yeah like well, yeah. the unintended consequences <laughs> yeah. of all of this you know yeah. machinations um that's what I'm thinking mainly. It's like these unintended consequences where like you, you, th- which I think is like a big, like the, the big bugbear about like GMO in general, right? Is that like you, you can alter DNA and yeast or whatever to do some specific thing that you want to do. And maybe that works, but then it you also, f- because you can't like test for everything, you also find out that like, oh no, the yeast that makes milk got out and now it also like kills bald eagles or whatever, right? You know, because like the, 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 
the food web in the biosphere is just like infinitely complicated. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. no way for you to tell whether or not like the thing that you genetically altered once it gets out, like what else it might do to just like find some other ecological niche and just like pry it wide open and destroy something that you had just were not expecting. Yeah, or so, it causes yeah. like something like Lyme disease or, you know, yeah, right, it causes yeah, some yeah. kind of, you know, the, uh, the equivalent COVID-19. of like zoonotic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. Just like really bad yeast infections, like <laughs> yeah. a yeast infection that no monostat can yeah, ever yeah. can ever cure. S- sentient yeast infections. You start getting yeast <laughs> yeah. infections like in your eyes and nose, right? Or and the, now we're just all yeah. walking around yeah. like the dripping. yeast infection produces cow milk. And then there is like an entire underground economy of e girls who sell the milk from their yeast infections. <laughs> that, <laughs> wow! And, and, and they become all powerful. And Do not they, fucking. And wave they become billionaires, and then they control the planet, and then they usher in global <laughs> with communism with their milk so yeast so with their milk derived <laughs> yeast infections. It really and gives it actually new ends to mommy up milkers, all being it? fine. Like, <laughs> you know, well. well <laughs> Well, you're saying all this. I'm like, oh no, that could. Yeah, that's not. And then I, I totally fucking yeah, happen, man. <laughs> but, but then I think about cordyceps. Are you guys familiar with this at all? No. Okay, so cordyceps is like a whole family of fungi, and in the Amazon rainforest, there's like all of these huge, huge cultures of um, uh, different uh, insects, and almost every single one of these insects has a cordyceps for it. And this is the craziest fucking thing that I've ever seen, which is it's a fungi, i.e., you know, from from the fungi kingdom that uh, contaminates insects and takes over their central nervous system. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Causes them to, like, get as high as they can. Yeah, to be eaten by something else. No, no. No, 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 to release the spores. And then they literally get digested after they get to the highest, like, tree or whatever they can, like, (sighs) climb to. They get digested by the fungi that is taking over their body. Starts with their brain. Starts with taking over, like, their central nervous system. Oh, yeah, like, the fruiting body, like, shoots out of their head and shit. Yeah, a fruiting body. And then sporulate and... And, and go yeah. and so like all these insects out there have their corresponding fungi that has evolved specifically to zombify this insect species and like cull its numbers yeah and like that's fucking insane that's pretty cool and and like, would it be so on brand for humans for us to make our own one of those I, right yes Ooh, in, in the yeah. attempt to like have cheese yes right like Like, we just wanted cheese and then it was like like a huge spore just like shoots out of your forehead yeah you're like i just wanted the good yogurt Uh." because like but you know to take it back to the synthetic milk like that's the way you get people to adapt to a vegan diet which is to say you take all their treats you say all right now, these are vegan and you can't even tell. You take advantage of the thousands of years of culinary art development around all the weird shit we do with cow milk. Yeah. Like, you know, like in every culture that has uh, access to, to uh, a cow. D- yeah, domesticated <laughs> uh, bovines. And like, you know, that shit is pretty fantastic. Like, yeah. cheeses are great. You know, ice cream is great. Like, you know, and if it was not based on a ecologically devastating practice of, like, subordination and torture of, like, these sentient beings, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. It would also and be great so, if it didn't make me uh, shit for six hours. Yeah. So, you know, there's all kinds of benefits. Hell yeah. I'm all about it. So, yeah, keep, 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 
pumping out that uh, GMO simulacrum of that yeah. uh, tasty white stuff, and uh, just you know, be careful. Chris wants your course, tasty so. white stuff. And honestly, if like <laughs> I, for it. Uh, you know, I'm like I'm like climbing a corning tower because i have to get to the tall i like instinctually have to get to the tallest <laughs> thing in the area to release my spores yeah and, and, and but and just like while i'm up there i'm like i know that like i like i won't make it back down like is that my head will explode and like release a thousand spores um i'll be like it was fucking worth it because that pizza was delicious <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah all right. <sighs> That's sadly the last good news that we have for today. <laughs> well, it's until we get to our wildflower. What do you What do you guys want? Uh, uh, child sex abuse or um, oath keepers doing a treason? Well, let, let's just give a quick uh, shout out to all of our Floridian listeners. Oh, and, sure, yeah. You know, yeah. Just like solidarity, and you know, just like care and prayers, and just like holy fuck. Yeah, like hurricanes fucking suck and they're just getting worse and like everybody that you know like lost their home this this past week everybody that you know is still trudging around in the muck and the disgusting mire that gets brought up from a storm surge and just like goes through your whole fucking town like that fucking sucks and yeah. you know i'm sorry yeah well, last uh i saw this morning i think it was like a confirmed like 60 something people dead uh, most of the deaths from hurricanes come in the weeks after um, because there is like a ton of like broken stuff everywhere and like or people that rely on machines to keep living like don't work and or you get electrocuted from from power lines or, or like you get you pick up some kind of like infection yeah, like from hysteria and shit yeah. just goes all over the place like, like in, entire regions just kind of like go back in time uh and and it and it's and it's it's very dangerous and then there's also just like you know the, the floridian impulse to be like no i could make that in a four-wheeler yeah like, I, can, it, I can get to Publix in a four-wheeler and, and then like you just get electrocuted or something like yeah. that happens too and and i say floridians but also you know our homies in puerto rico our homies in, in uh, uh, Dominican cuba Republic, yeah. in cuba yeah like you know like just my god yeah like i'm I'm so stressed out by the worsening storms and like the fact that we're not doing anything to abate them. No, and, they're really and, bad. And I'm just like, yeah. Jesus, how bad can they get? Yeah, and the and the and the the the, the fucked up thing, right, is that like now there's there there's a an emerging uh, discourse about how Lee County, that's the county that um, includes Fort Myers and like where the the storm, Ian made landfall. The worst devastation. Is yeah, there. yeah. There, there's now a. Um, discourse that like they they gave less than 24 hours no evacuation notice which is not enough but it also that was when the storm like the storm was supposed to hit like the crux of like where the panhandle like goes into the peninsula like right in that that curve that was the initial like thing where they said it was going to go for a while and then it dropped to tampa and then it dropped like at the last minute down which is why the, the it was it was a um i think like such a last minute uh, evacuation call and like I'm not going to like defend like Ron DeSantis or any of like the freaks that end up in county government in Lee County Florida because they're all freaks but it's all but it's also like you know like as Brittany and I have been like telling people I think a lot when this comes up as, as Floridians it's like you get a evacuation notice like three times a year 
in, in a lot of parts of Florida. Yeah. And it's so expensive and so disruptive to leave that like a lot, yeah, a lot of times, times your your boss won't let you yeah, like you, yeah, can, or get, you, you yeah. can get an evacuation warning and your yeah. boss is like, not for you. Yeah. Sorry. My, my, my mom was was going to work like the day of the hurricane. Like they I mean, like she was in like they weren't in like the path, but like they were getting like feeder bands like over and over Manhole and over and over again. Yeah, Mary Ann was shooting over. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, there's this thing called a king tide, which happens the, um, around like uh, uh, around this time is also has to do with like um, where the the obviously where the moon is, like how close it is to the earth. Like you just get like these really strong tides that come in, and bec- and in the last like ten to fifteen years. Uh, because of sea level rises like those king tides like floridians like south floridians know when king tide is it's like in the news because it disrupts your life like they're like we are already at the point where like north miami beach like has um like industrial like city-wide sump pumps throughout the city that pump out water like during tides because it's not rainwater it's not like ocean rise like coming up it is water coming up from the ground. Like, it, like water like the, comes from every direction in Florida because it's a sandbar. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. you, uh, like it, it doesn't matter. It's you, you got to get out of your head. Like the idea of like, uh, 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 like sea level rise being like the water coming, like from the ocean, like sea, like from like the beach, like up it. No, it comes from up from under the ground. Like from it, the limestone. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, all of these sewer lines just get overwhelmed and they have to, like, pump it out somewhere. But you're at sea level. So, you can't, like... There's nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, you can't pump it, like, below you somewhere else. <laughs> like, there's not, there's nowhere else to put it. Like, and, you know, another thing I'll just say about evacuations, too, is that, like, you might be told to evacuate and you might go to a place that, you know, six hours after you arrive is now told to evacuate. Yeah. Or gets hit unexpectedly, like when yeah, or you know gets when stuck there's on the road. The hurricanes yeah. that hit Florida are, you know, when they when they come up north and they hit anywhere from like you know North Carolina and up, um, the trajectories are a lot more certain because they're not in the churn of the Gulf of Mexico, which is a warm water body. Once that hurricane hits warm water, it becomes a lot more unpredictable. Yeah, and so. You know, it's easy to say, like, they should have called an evacuation earlier or more people should have evacuated. But a lot of times there's nowhere safe to evacuate to because you don't know where it's going to hit. That happens constantly in Florida, that a hurricane, like, dramatically switches routes last minute, as it did with Ian. Um, And and so it's... you know, the the infrastructure of Florida is very easily overwhelmed because so, you know, up here, a lot of the infrastructure is built for like seasons changing, mm-hmm, cold mm-hmm. weather, um, getting over bodies of water. Mm-hmm. A lot of the infrastructure in Florida is just about managing where water goes and is at any given time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. obviously something like storm surge, king tide and a, a massive um, hurricane or tropical storm like disrupts all of those very complex systems, the canals and the um, the culverts and the like, you know, just drainage dish- ditches, which are everywhere. Everywhere you drive in Florida is lined with two huge drainage ditches that are often full of alligators that when there's a storm, they just come up and up and up. And then they keep coming until the road, until you, you have out. six yeah. feet of water, which is what happened in places like Fort Myers. You know, yeah. there was 12 foot water surge. People were on second story. People were in second story apartments 
with water in their homes. It's when it happens this frequently and with this severity. And I guess the the remaining issue is that it's not entirely like widespread yet, which is to say you're getting areas that are worse than others by like significant degrees. But like the fact that we know it's just going to keep getting worse. Yeah. It's like, when does Florida get a permanent evacuation? Like, yeah, when that, do we just like be like, you know what? I hate to say this, but they need to stop rebuilding after these disasters. Like Fort Myers, yeah, I know that people live back. there and that yeah. it's their home and that they love yeah. living there. And it's a. Be- I lived in Fort Myers for two years when I was a kid. It's a beautiful area. It should not be developed with permanent concrete settlements anymore because that is just not a way of life that that environment is going to continue to support. Yeah, because that was a, that's another thing. It's also like you could like this isn't. <laughs> This is not a time to politicize about trains. <laughs> but, like, the, the, but the fact is, like, you have... Uh, uh, so, Florida has, like, on, on the East Coast, you have I-95. On the West Coast, you have I-75. And then you have uh, a couple of ones that go East-West, but they're not, but they're, they're not really going to help you in these cases. Um, and then you have the Florida Turnpike, which, uh, for the most part, runs parallel to 95 on the East Coast. And that's it. So if you're in Fort Myers, the like the enti- like millions of people, right? Several hundred thousand to a million like cities all have to get on the same highway. That's that's evacuation. Is everyone getting on I seventy five? It's sitting in, on yeah, a highway. Yeah, and it's like that's while while an unpredictable yeah. hurricane Be- is coming for you because it's a fucking peninsula. Like there's no other option. Like that it, just to go north. I-75 for everyone on the West Coast, that was it. Like, you just, everyone, ev- literally everybody has to get on I-75 at once and get, uh, like, out of the state, which is, like, nine hours uh, within uh, 18 hours. All right, I, right? Got, I got a solution <laughs> like, for you. It's like, it's not going to happen. I got a solution for you. Okay. Two more roads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. more roads. Right, right, and yeah. that's another issue with Florida is that there are only so many places you can build roads because, right, yeah. most of it is limestone, a very soft material. Most of it is swamp, or at least a solid portion of it is swamp. There are just places that you can't build roads that aren't going to be completely degraded very quickly or that just won't be structurally sound enough to to bear the weight of a lot of traffic yeah, yeah because, because all, both of those highways are you know they, they were built obviously in the in the in the 60s when all the other highways were built it, well not you know they're late additions right but um but they're built on ridges like they they are they, they are in those places for a reason like they so are it's the only place you can build a highway <laughs> they're technically high ground yeah right? and, 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 but that's like 10 feet above sea level tops, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, that's, that's all you get. Florida needs to stop being developed. Yeah. You know, it's, it, I grew up there. I hate Florida and I love it. And it, you know, it needs to stop being developed. People need to start leaving the state. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not, I, and I certainly don't want to blame the poor and say like, you know, you idiots need to leave, blah, blah, blah. Obviously that's not my intention, but it is not a place to continue settling. It is not viable long-term. No. Yeah, in the longest arc, you know, the Gators are going to win. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they've got a proven track record. Yeah, yeah. All the yeah. way back to the um, like Anthropocene? No, no, no sorry, no. the uh, Pleistocene? Yeah, yeah, something like something that. Like Pleistocene, that. Yeah. They're, Pleistocene, Pleistocene, yeah. they're old. Yeah. And, I, like, I remember, like, I was, I think, like, five or six. It's, like, one of my earliest memories is Hurricane Andrew, right? Yeah. Like, 1992. And that one was, like, the eye wall, which is, like, the worst part of a hurricane, was supposed to hit, like 
right at where I lived. And so we were like ready to like lose our house basically. And then at the last minute it jogged south. Like and like by last minute I mean like half hour before it hit landfall. Like that that's like how like Brittany was saying about like how um difficult these things are to predict. Like that's that it, and it really is like up to the part that it gets to Florida because Andrew developed across the entire Atlantic Ocean. It's one of the ones that started off uh, uh, in the, the Cape, Cape Verde, yeah. right? It's, and they it started from a butterfly, actually. <laughs> and they and they move over, but ones like Ian, right, um, develop like in the Gulf or like to the south and in, in like the Caribbean, and um, and yeah, they they can just like go anywhere suddenly, and and like like hurricanes from off the coast of Africa, like there'll be tropical storms forever. Yeah. And maybe a category one, like across the entire Atlantic Ocean. But like Ian went from like a one when it hit Cuba to um, to a mile per hour less than a category five, like just in the little bit in the in in the uh, the the Gulf of Mexico, which just shows like how it's a warm water, how much more area. powerful. Yeah, and then it, it got it, when it hit uh, Florida, it slowed down to a tropical storm. Then it went off the coast and got back to hurricane status, yeah. and then it, it hit you know, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> just stay safe out there. Yeah. like shit is not gonna get any easier nope. so just like another thing that people don't often think about we were talking last night david and i with somebody about this florida doesn't have a state income tax um and so all of these repairs are inherently regressive in terms of taxation and who has the disproportionate burden of paying for infrastructure repairs um it is also disproportionately poor and working people whose homes are destroyed yeah. who so all of this is also a class issue very much as is everything um and so i think florida uniquely so because of the tax structure and because of the lack of a welfare state um, and the insurance the way the insurance company it, works on yeah this, it was like like again andrew were like invented like afterwards like all the insurance companies had to invent new ways to categorize flooding to get around like payments, so they wouldn't and have stuff. to pay for hurricane so, like, damage. Yeah. So yeah. So like flooding that comes from rainwater is insured differently from flood water that comes up or, or like, sideways. They're God, different. No, that was God's plan. We <laughs> yeah. Explicitly yeah. have a thing here yeah. where if it's God's plan, yeah, we don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Water that comes up, act of God. Water yeah. that comes down, insurable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, hearts hearts out to yeah. everybody who is in Florida. Um, we have a lot of friends and family who still live there, and we love you guys, and we're sorry that you're suffering right now. So, uh, so my worst nightmare came to pass. <laughs> um, a bunch of people had fun at a music festival. <laughs> yeah, not as many people as I think anybody expected or wanted, but uh, for the people that did show up to the Bacchanalia Music Fest, it was fantastic. Like, I, I, you know, don't know what's going on uh, today in terms of the vibe, but I spent pretty much all day yesterday down there, uh -huh. and there's, like, seven venues that are having simultaneous round-the-clock shows, like a band every hour, uh, and you basically just can walk around and just find all sorts of amazing artists. Like, I watched, like, this five-person uh, hip-hop group called uh, Wish You Were Here, and I think they were from like Baltimore or something. And they had like the most insanely high level of energy out of any like group of performers that I've like ever seen. And, and there was. Se and seven is a lot of people. 
Well, like well, act. Yeah, I, I think there was he actually said five. He said five. five. Said five. five. Sorry. That's, that's still a lot still for a hip-hop act. I, yeah. I stand by my, my statement. <laughs> Seven is a lot. Uh, but yeah, no, five is also a lot. And there was also like a couple hype people that were like not performing, but just like part of the, like the, you know, performance. The vibe. Yeah, yeah, the vibe, so to speak. I mean, they, they were performing in the sense that they were like dancing and like moving with the group. But yeah, like little, not they were a little John and it up. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was like, <laughs> it was super sick. Um, so check them out on Spotify. That, that was pretty fun. Um, oh man, uh, he, he had this line, I forget. It was like, I got a dick on my dick. Pretty sick. Uh, wow. And yeah. I never knew they, that was an option. But there was like four, uh, yeah, it was like, I'm lit. I got a dick on my dick. Uh, but anyway, uh, it, there was like maybe 12 people in the audience for that. And then like the crowds were all over the place, which is to say like I went to a couple where there was like nobody there. And then right before, right after sound check, like right before the people entered the stage, suddenly there were 70 people there. Yeah, and then wow. like, you know, the band would end and then there was zero. And like the next band that showed up would have like no audience at all. Um, and so it was in that way, like pretty hit or miss, like as far as like, just, you know, I mean, seven shows throughout the fucking city, like a 50,000, you know, like it, 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 for what it was, I was very impressed. It was extremely grand. And as a performer, um, you know, we performed last night at like 630 and it was a similar kind of thing. Like we're like, oh, like there's just nobody going to be here. And so um, we did a sound check and then immediately there was like 40 people there. So thanks everybody who showed up to see us play. Uh, it was a lot of fun to perform. And this time around I broke my string. So, Aww. uh, cause we went to Worcester and Andrew had uh two strings break, but, um, you know, my, my bass string, which I'd never broken a bass That's string. That's wild before. to break a bass string. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was slapping it pretty hard, but like not harder than I usually do. I think it just, you know, cumulative effects. But Did you get hurt? No, no. Uh, it just went boom and went like slack. Um, and actually, it was, you know, pretty opportune timing. It was like three songs from the end. And so, I just transposed everything up an octave and like carried on. Because <laughs> hmm. uh, like there weren't, I, I I couldn't find borrow someone else's bass, even though there was like three bands there. Um, but anyway. It was fucking sick, and, you know, shout out to everybody uh, that was part of that and who uh, came out to see us, and, yeah, I mean, you know, I it maybe was your worst nightmare, but, like, <laughs> for other people, it was pretty amazing. I saw Charlie Tuna uh, of Jurassic 5 uh, and uh, Cut Chemist, and it was, like, mind-blowing. Like, people just insanely skilled, like, refined emceeing from, like, an entire lifetime of performing yeah. and then it, like the turntablism was just like next level like is that what you call it turntablism yeah like uh it's yeah it's it's the uh a style of uh djing where you're doing a lot of uh scratching yeah. and that kind of stuff so people don't call it scratching they call it turntablism but oh. yeah just extremely high level skill yeah. on the ones and twos and yeah. like yeah amazing show i hope they do it again and uh I don't know. Maybe I can slowly convert you to th thinking it's a good idea and and that it's a lot of fun for everybody involved. Yeah, I, I, I no, don't. I don't. I don't doubt David's professionalism. For <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't don't doubt that that, that music is fun. I, I don't doubt that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can also convince him to go into psychology or something. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my biggest problem with the bacchanalia. If you're going to call it a bacchanalia, I want people in the streets fucking sucking on the teat of a box of wine <laughs> yeah. uh wearing horns on their head yeah 
um you well, know there's nothing to it but to do it that's it's if you're gonna if be you're the gonna, change you want to see yeah, in if there, if there, yeah if there's no like drunken butt sex in the street then they have no business <laughs> it's not calling a fucking bacchanalia, bacchanalia yeah 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 so, i want vomitoriums yeah. i want like all right i, I want to be able to like go to slide and dirty eat like which is actually a name of restaurant that people actually go to <laughs> here and then like i want to eat like 500 sliders vomit it out into the street and then just walk right back inside yeah don't That's let, a bacchanalia. Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> uh, speaking of don't let your dreams be dreams, <laughs> Oof. Um, the the Oath Keepers yeah. are you know uh, looking down looking down the barrel of some, um, some, serious, some time. serious time. Yeah. yeah, being charged for treason. Yeah, which yeah. is you know not fascism uh, is on the rise in Europe. Americans are being charged with treason. It's like it's the thirties. <laughs> Everything and 40s old is all new again. again. Yeah. yeah, man. Um, they have they have a very interesting defense. The Oath Keepers. Uh, so they're um, this is their so, main guy, right? This yeah, is the, 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 the Yale graduate that that with one eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you if you're a patron, you you probably already know this, but if you're not, we did a bonus episode for our Patreon feed that was on the Oath Keepers um, and Stuart Rhodes and like their history and kind of the role they played in the January six riots, and it's a very interesting organization. It's you know of the far right militias, it's probably the one that um, I guess I would say like takes itself most seriously in terms of being like a constitutionally protected militia that's here to protect well the constitution. It's well regulated. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, they are being charged with, I think sedition is on there. Yeah. And they're being, being charged with seditious conspiracy <laughs> yeah. basically. Um, and their defense is that they believed that president Trump was going to, call on the insurrection act the insurrection act is actually kind of like a series of laws that were created between basically like the like the war of 1812 and the civil war or something um that allows for the president to call up both the military the united states military as well as militias various you know organized militias around the country well we should remind everyone that i think it was up until the spanish-american war America didn't really have much of a national standing military, so the idea that the president could call up a militia is a very different has a very different context than now, than where now. we have a massive, where we have the world's most powerful military yeah. Yeah. many times over. Yeah, um, I, do, I do really appreciate that part of their defense here is that, like, look, we had a bunch of people ready and we didn't use them because Trump said no. Yeah. So what this That's, is all going to hit is most of their defense. It is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, they are basically saying we we went, we camped out. They were outside of Washington D.C. They were in Virginia. Um, they hadn't crossed over into the into the territory, and they were armed and, su- and suited up and waiting for President Trump to give the signal, and he never did. But. So instead, that's, they went to Olive Garden. <laughs> that's in the article, too. It's like, their attorney says, like, and so after, instead they went to Olive Garden and they had dinner. Okay, let, let's start this now. That's called the Olive Garden defense. It's, yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> if you are charged with treason and sedition and you went to Olive Garden instead, that shows that you you were you were waiting for a lawful you're, order. You're not a traitor. <laughs> yeah. Your, your family. family. <laughs> 
it's a, it's such an insane uh like defense it's like uh so wait y- y- yes we were ready to overthrow the u.s government like th- we were definitely ready to overthrow the u.s government um lawfully but lawfully. that's that's the defense is that they weren't they, they weren't going to overthrow the u.s government they were going to protect the u.s government oh yeah four and more the years. voting yes, rights yes. of the people in various states yeah, and that's what that's the their steal. argument yeah. they're, they're going to stop, stop the steal and stealing yeah. as we know illegal and so yeah. their their attorney is saying you can't charge them <laughs> they didn't have the criminal mindset that would be required to charge <sighs> them with sedition yeah because they didn't believe that they were being seditious they believed that they were being patriotic yes and that what they were doing was legal the the problem with that defense is that Stuart rhodes wrote in his weird little freak blogs all about how whether or not you know because if yeah, you, how if much you, he would love to do sedition he, he was gonna <laughs> do it anyway that he's gonna do it anyway yeah, yeah. and like if you listen to that bonus episode you'll remember that we went over how in the weeks before january 6th like in december he was writing as if donald trump was reading his blog which right. is so sad when you think about it a little bit he because you writing, know the man doesn't read. Pleading, yeah. yeah, no, he doesn't it's read. It's just Fox News, people. Yeah. That's the only method you have. He should have gotten on having, Fox News. Yes. Like, had he, he probably... Yeah, Trump might have used <laughs> yeah. the Insurrection Act. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, they were just waiting there? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> like, Mr. Rhodes, <laughs> do not get the unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. Your country needs you. <laughs> <laughs> so, now is not the time for minestrone. <laughs> it's time to... <laughs> <laughs> water the water the tree of liberty with the blood of tyrants <laughs> namely, namely nancy pelosi oh, so man. so you know the problem with this defense is that he wrote on his blog you know in december he was like please president trump please use the insurrection act and then in early january it was like please there's still time mr president and then like january like 4th i think it was he writes on his blog like well we're doing it anyway whether Trump calls on us to do it or not, which completely undermines the whole, this defense yeah. at all. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it, it's, don't fucking incriminate yourself on the internet. Yeah. And we, we would never do that yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and none of us went to Yale Law School. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of all that, like, Trump did tell them to do this, which is to say, like, all, the entirety of January 6th was explicitly at the command of the sitting president. He was like, we're going to march to the Capitol, and we're going to fight like hell, and they stole an election. When they steal it, you never give up. And all this stuff. He, yeah. he sicked a fucking mob yeah. on the, the Capitol. Like, yeah. that is absolutely beyond any, like, burden of proof. That fucking happened. Yeah. And so the issue is that you can't, like charge a former president with crimes because the job of being a president is to be a criminal it's like charging the cia with crimes it's not it's illegal like, if the president does it right yeah. it's like the cia is a criminal organization they exist to do crimes That's but it's all not they crimes do. if the cia does it and same thing with the president unless yeah. it's the cutout that they have <laughs> in in the mob yeah, or the sixteen-year-old incel that yeah. they, you know, yeah, those yeah. Are they gave five thousand dollars to yeah. to go buy guns. Yeah, yeah. but the, that the, guy did crimes. Yeah, but the other, the other part of this <laughs> is that, like, part of the defense of uh, from the Oath Keepers is that um, that these were lawful orders from the government to defend itself, but but the president isn't the beginning and end of the government, right? Which is the other. But I think what the if other he's p- a constitutional president? <laughs> 
<laughs> it, well, but he is the, he, right. you know, he is the commander in chief. Yeah. And if you consider your weird little militia to be, you know, an extension of, an extension US of armed forces. Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah which it was an, initially defined <laughs> as exactly that. But, but in um, the constitution, in, in, yeah. in the in the article that that that, that we that will will link to, it, it, it does say that like there is like a an issue here with the fact that like there's a perhaps a disagreement within the government also, and so like you can't just say that like you you picked one side of the government that that you agree with, and that now that's not sedition, the, the especially problem- since that part lost. Yeah, which <laughs> yeah. you know, the, as the, we know from the Civil War, like you have to wait at least forty years. Before you start building statues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) They're going to have to prove criminal intent, and I think that might be challenging. Um, But, you know, I... Because they went to Olive Garden. Well, yeah, exactly. Olive Garden defense. Well, and I think you based on what saying it so that it catches on. <laughs> Listen, we've never it's... listened to Boogie Down Productions. We've never listened to the album Criminally Minded. We do not have a criminal mind. No. Yeah. Sorry, Brittany, what are you saying? <laughs> well, I, if you read Stuart Rhodes's writing in the weeks prior to the riot, I do think that there is an argument to make that he di- that he felt that he was upholding the law. And if they can make that defense and if they convince a jury that that was his mindset, he'll probably still maybe do time or get probation, but it certainly won't be, you know, a capital offense that you can be executed for. <laughs> like, so... Um, yeah, I mean, the only person who's actually guilty of that is Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and we talked about this in that bonus episode too. I highly recommend listening to it. Patreon.com slash ironweeds. Maybe we'll release it. I don't know. Maybe. I haven't, I haven't said, maybe. But give him a taste. One thing that we talked about was how like the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers are like foils for each other. Mm-hmm. And every successful fascist movement needs like a legit backing and like a like a street fight mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. the the kind of the, you need the hitler youth and you need the brown shirts yes you need both in order to successfully seize power and so like the 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 oath keepers and maybe to some extent like the three percenters as well serve as that like kind of um polished you know organized like almost a philosophical uh you know because Stuart rhodes is like you know He's he's not a dummy. He's like a very intelligent man. He went to Yale, yeah. and then you have the they, have, they have an air of distinction about them. About like you know, like wh- like they ha- they'll, they'll have they can write a a long blog post they about why deep- they would go to <laughs> yeah, war. Yeah, yeah. They think deeply about things yeah. like the Constitution and the Republic right. and what it means to have you know yeah. a, a, a a democratic republic or blah, a blah, slave blah. boy. Whereas whereas the Proud Boys are just like. It is time for white men to be back on top. Yeah. Fuck chicks. Fuck black people. We are taking these streets over. And it's two very different approaches to, you know, it, instilling an authoritarian um, regime. And I think that that's important to keep in mind. It's very different that the Proud Boys stormed the Capitol and the Oath Keepers hung back in Virginia, armed to the fucking teeth, like as this kind of this threat, this more like legitimate threat. And, um, yeah, be interesting. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to go to jail or not, but. Oath Keepers go to Olive Garden. Proud Boys go to Chick-fil-A? Uh, Kellogg's factory. I feel like <laughs> they like, might be an Applebee's. Yeah. Aren't they, like, cereal obsessed? Like, the, right. isn't that their beat-in ritual? They all, yeah. like, they, like, punch you, you know, and make until you say, like, 20 breakfast cereals. 
Really? Is that a thing? I'm they have, a lot, of, they have a lot of freak yeah. shit going okay. on. I mean, this well, is, maybe they this go to Waffle House because get, you can get like Gavin a little McGinnis, box. You know? of, get a little box of Waffle House is too no. It's too, it's good. too diverse. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> no, Waffle House is like the most diverse. Yeah. Like locus in the country at any yeah. given moment. I'm There's just no trying way. to think of a, pla- I think a place Applebee's. that you can you can buy cereal on the menu. Yeah, like a box of cereal on the menu, and Waffle House was the first thing I thought of. Is there another one? Like maybe, I have- they, maybe they just like uh, crash the Denny's. continental breakfast. Denny's, <laughs> yeah, at a, at a Best Western. Yeah, we're Denny's, going to the Holiday yeah, Inn Express. Has, Denny's is chaotic and yeah. very white, so yeah. I think it's probably Denny's. Yeah. Okay. There All right, go. glad we got that settled. <laughs> All right. All right, what else do we got on this trash pile? Oh god. Uh, uh <clears throat> So, <sighs> yeah, so uh um uh you know what's under attack that we need to stand up and fight back about is like being able to go to confession. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Look, if people can't go <laughs> to their clergy and admit their deepest, darkest perversions, the worst things they've ever done. Then how are they ever going to be able to stop? Yeah, then how are they ever going to be able to stop? You know? I mean, if priests are good at anything, at even one thing, it is stopping the molestation of children. Yeah. <laughs> data sh- data proves it. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I'm just seeing it now, like, uh, you know, a, uh, a guy, he's got his collar on, he's got the robes, then he peels back the robes and it just says, stop snitching. <laughs> so there's this, you know, uh, it, it, most people probably know that there are certain classes of profession and state servants who are uh, mandatory reporters for mm-hmm, things like mm-hmm. child abuse. Um, psychologists, therapists, psychiatrists, anybody who works in mental health, um, Teachers, school officials, anybody who you know works closely with children—these are all with a soul. Well, but I mean, I mean, in terms of law, like these are all these are all people who are required by law to inform authorities if they suspect child abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, But churches in many states are exempt. It's called the um, clergy loophole. That if it's thirty-three states to be exact, so thirty-three states. Yeah, those are the ones that. Aren't are, ex- ex- are exempt from any laws requiring okay, professionals such as teachers, physicians, and psychotherapists to report information about alleged child sex abuse to police or child welfare officials if the church deems the information privileged. So basically, if you go to your, you know, pastor, your priest, whoever, and you say, uh, as in the example of one man, um, that you are regularly raping your daughters... And you tell that priest that, and the priest does not inform anyone. Not only is that not uh, illegal for that priest to do, they can't be sued. Um, they have legal protections if they if they do not divulge that information. And then that guy gets to just keep on doing that to his daughters, which was he was abusing one of his sons, and he was uh, sexually abusing two of his daughters. And this priest did nothing. Uh, uh, in the words of a Democrat state senator in tucson arizona it's difficult for me to tell this story without talking about the mormons and their power in the legislature what this boils down to uh is that the church is being given permission to protect the predators and the children be damned they are trying with all of their might to make sure this bill does not see the light of day and this bill that he's talking about is to basically reverse that 
um, loophole. That loophole. Yeah, this in, is in, in Utah. In, in that state. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it? Um, uh, this was in Arizona. This oh, one, this, this oh, one this new. In, okay, this yeah. This one's in Arizona. This happened in in Utah as well. Yeah, um, yeah there there's several uh, like understandably, uh, and I, it seems like a lot of it's in the West. Well, the, but then there's also uh, Pennsylvania, which has a a large uh, Catholic population, also has this loophole, and in and in all of them, it's like re- it's really really hard to reverse them because the line against it is like in church you have priests like passing out like little. Uh, uh, note like like a uh, uh, postcards and stuff to sign that basically say like you're getting in between me and God. The priests are telling the 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 clergy are telling their congregants that you know the state wants to take away the privacy of their confession, and you know I they're not saying like the state wants to make sure that none of you are molesting children. They're saying like the state wants uh, to require me to tell them anything that you tell me in confession, and so. They're able, you know, churches have always been really powerful, like, political actors, even though they're not supposed to be, but they are. Especially because, in the United States, yeah. Yeah, because they have a captive audience, and, and they can tell their congregants basically anything that they want, and 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 for the congregants, that is God telling them how to vote. Um, so, I was raised Catholic, <clears throat> and um, I didn't make it all the way through for a number of reasons. I didn't become confirmed. Um, I had my, you know, first uh, communion, blah, blah, blah. The one thing I never did, and I never liked the idea of it. And even when I was a kid, like when I, you know, run around the church and like hide in like the confessional booth, the whole thing about confession just creeped me the fuck out from like a child till now the idea of like talking to some other sinner who's like you know been appointed by god's plan or whatever to like listen to my you know provoked uh admission confession of like my sins like that never fucking like scanned with me at all like you know i was never like oh like this is great i can like get it all off my chest and feel better and so i've never done it and like i always thought the whole thing was super perverse which is I to think say the little closets are creepy yes yeah. and the whole thing of just like the and little you're not the, supposed the, to see him or yeah, something the the divider yeah. yeah and it's but just you like, both know who the other is like it's so it's so odd and you know it it's almost like it's just a relic from way 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 back and you it's know? voyeuristic like it's really it's it, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I'm suppressing a bunch of like really bad taste jokes about like, you know, the, 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 the priest being like, oh yeah, what was the kid hot? You know, like, like, it's, 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 it's it's fucked up the whole thing. And like the idea that like, you know, um, ongoing child abuse is something that like, you know, a priest is like, okay, just say 12 Hail Marys and like, you know, pray the rosary and like, you know, all is forgiven. It's like, if that fucking worked, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like child abuse would be over like, you know, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, especially within the church. It's like pretty, sh- pretty true that it's not working. Like, you know, um, and yeah. And I'm starting just... to think like maybe these priests aren't the best <laughs> people to stop hmm. molestation. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like, maybe they're not yeah. well suited to the job. A little, little, little bit of a bias there. Yeah. 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 yeah so you just, they just want, they want to put a little bug in there and just get everybody's dirt and just put it in a permanent searchable database. You know, the only confession you should have is to the NSA. 
It's like at night, just hold your phone close to you. It doesn't matter if it's on or not. And, and just whisper your deepest, darkest secrets. And, you know. All your sinful thoughts. Yeah. The, yeah. The, all, all, your, all your transgressions. The um, omnipresent, omnipotent, and, uh, you know, all-knowing uh, NSA will hear you. And. And you'll be forgiven. As you should be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, what else we got? Uh, David, I have bad news for you, actually. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, in, in, the, in the battle between Monster and Bang energy drinks. <laughs> uh, Are you telling me super creatine isn't real? Super Don't tell me isn't super real. creatine isn't real. Yeah. It, so, it reverses mental... Uh, R word. Mental R wordation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, that, is that actually a advertisement? Like yes, the, Bang yeah. advertised yes. its super creatine as being twenty times more effective at reaching the brain than other forms of creatine, and that its energy drink can reverse mental R wordation. Do they say R word? Yes. They say the word. They don't yeah. say our word. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's wow. not like on the twenty twenty two. And that it can yeah. cure uh, disorders like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. Wow. I don't think it's on the can though, right? They don't say that on the can. I think they Yo. Yeah, I don't know where they put I don't yeah. think they have the R word on the can, no. But honestly I've been looking for a solution like this for quite some time. <laughs> and I gotta say, I'm I'm jumping. Ten toes down, right onto the bang boss. Well, no, they just got sued for for false advertising by Monster. Yeah, but that's fake, right? I mean, like clearly, that uh, an energy drink that's cotton candy flavored is going to reverse Alzheimer's. Like, duh. I mean, if it was regular creatine, then like I might not believe it, but like super creatine. So that's it's, so Monster it's right in the name. Monster sued them because it's super creatine does not have real creatine in it. Um. It's just like it's super. It's like a made up thing. It's, it's basically not creatine. creatine with like suddenly long blonde hair and like <laughs> big big bazongas. <laughs> it's bimbo creatine. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise known as ascended creatine. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. One creatine to rule them all. Wow, uh, that that's fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. You guys and, ready for Wildflower? No, no, I'm not fucking ready for Wildflower. <laughs> all right, I'm still Monst- on the Bang Bus. Yeah, here. Monster Energy Drink, owned by Coca Cola. This is just like big corporations refusing to let the little guy who's like some weirdo from Fort Lauderdale, like, let like the world benefit from his creation of super creatine. All right. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go it, on a um uh, I want an antitrust lawsuit about this. <laughs> I'm going to go on a, a bang cleanse, and you guys can tell me later if it's reversed my uh, R word. Okay. R wordation. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. One thing that will cleanse you out is bang on an empty stomach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. You'll be. That's going to. Uh, there will be nothing t- left. T- nose to tail. You'll be. Nothing you'll be left. empty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I'm ready for Okay. A now we're ready. All okay, right. Now I'm ready. Uh, Cuba has, by a super majority, the people of Cuba have voted for the Revolutionary Families Code. This is it. Uh, this is when they become more communist, right? Like, the, <laughs> you, like your 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 family. Your wife, has to your wife is more, redistributed to yeah, everybody. Right, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No one gets a toothbrush. Yeah, right? they're abolishing Everyone, the family. Yeah, they, yeah, they're at that stage yeah. of uh, yeah, you know the the 
historical dialect. Yeah, one fam- yeah. one family, one toothbrush. First, they came for my toothbrush, yeah. and I said nothing, nothing. because <laughs> I don't brush my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it basically recognizes and legalizes all manifestations of families. Um, previously, it was the 1975 Family Code. Uh, which actually was quite progressive for its time, um, but now it is outdated because we have made uh, progress. Made yeah. progress as we as we do. Yeah. Um, and so it now broadens the uh, definition of family. It includes the right to same sex marriage, expanded rights of adoption, uh, surrogacy births, more protection for seniors and grandparents' rights, um, stronger protections against domestic violence, and uh, ex- and expansion of the rights of children which I think is pretty cool. Oh. Give these children rights. Um, High time. Man, what an authoritarian regime. <laughs> and this is incredible. So they had 74% voter turnout. Which is the inverse of what we have. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, it is, and it's also like definitely, but it's still like low enough that it isn't like uh, Russia, like yeah, 99% exactly. voter turnout and, fi- and like right. 500% voted for Putin. Like, yeah, that's, or, like or, or like uh, the fucking uh, annexation votes that were being right, like, yeah, you yeah. know, administered by the fucking occupying military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a, um, yeah, wow. And the supermajority of uh, 67% voted to uh, approve. Yeah. The new law. Or or uh we could reverse this and say it's also way, way higher than the uh totally legitimate election that brought in a fascist in Italy, for example, right? Like the turnout there was like America level turnout of like twenty three percent or something like that. Georgia, yeah. respond to my DM. <laughs> Please. I can fix you. <laughs> um I actually saw somebody on Twitter, God, I gotta get off the fucking hell side, who was saying that this is proof that Cuba is a backwards uh, authoritarian dictatorship because uh, the people shouldn't be voting on the rights of LGBTQ people. That Wow. wow. They shouldn't have had a vote because on n- this. Because none of the LGBTQ people voted. what they need is a uh like some sort of um celebrity to go on television and tell everyone that this should happen and then it happens that is that's what should have been that's how this really works that's what democracy looks like i have kind of made this argument in the past when i've said and a lot of it's not just me this is an opinion a lot of people have which is that you can't put civil rights up for a vote because civil rights are very often um, unpopular, as they were as well in as the sixties. Yeah, they, you know, I mean, if if women's right to vote and uh, Black Americans' rights to vote uh, were all put up on the ballot at the time that they were um, in, you know, enshrined in law, they probably would have lost. And so, it's, it's, for me, it's kind of hard because, like, yeah, I don't know that. Um, most democracies are capable of extending civil rights to people by vote at, you know, a time in history that is acceptable, I guess. Uh, but Cuba did it anyway. And yep. so... Um, and it wasn't just like a random thing that they showed up and were like, wait, what are we voting on today? Like, there were like town 
forums and people had been like heavily invested in like nationwide debate over that is the nuances a big part about of it. this which yeah. is like yeah. next level that's very know? very different than the civil rights movement in the united states right because this was uh, a or any vote we've ever taken or any vote we've ever <laughs> taken on literally anything because this was law that was written at the local level by the people that it affects the most so that's a very good point and a very like a huge difference between how civil rights have been um enshrined in law in this country and how it works in a place like cuba so yeah i i we uh, um as, as i as i tell my students um and i do tell them this that uh, uh americans of the 21st century are the most propagandized people to ever yeah. walk the earth it is very very difficult for you to understand uh Things that anything with any sort of complication that happened outside of the United States, because you just you, it's everything is skewed. It's so hard to understand like another person's life outside of the United States because everything has been like interpolated like nine different America ways. glasses. Yeah, yeah, and so like I, like I, I, yeah, like Brittany, like you were saying, like I get the argument that like yeah, your rights shouldn't be put up for a vote. But as long as we live under a nation state, right, there's a nation state system, right? Like, I don't know what's more inclusive of, like, you know, letting people say what should be the laws that govern them, other than having these, like, nationwide, like, conversations, for lack of a better term, right, about, like, what should be law, and then eventually voting on. Like, yeah, no, I don't think... This should have taken till 2022, right? But it's but it's also like, wow, uh, wh- what what kind of laws do the United States have on the book? Or for fuck's sake, like the UK or uh, Italy, right? Or like you know, like a lot of European nations like have, have still don't have what Cuba has, and they didn't go about it in a way that like is was so as comprehensive. Yeah, as, as as this was, and and I think that's what uh, I, the conclusion that that I that I reach for this is like when you when you even you know when you get like a good history or like a like a good education on revolutions in um in other countries, right? Um, it's described as not just like a political revolution, right? Like these are like social revolutions. Like there is a, a revolutionary character or um, uh, Trotskyists talk about like the, uh, the, like an unending revolution. Permanent. A permanent revolution, yeah. right? Like <clears throat> it, that's what they're talking about, mm-hmm. right? Is that like, the, it is a different kind of person that interfaces with a state apparatus to like make decisions together right it's not just like oh now you know the the more the state owns the more communist it becomes and then like and then you're just like the same kind of fucking person that like has opinions that you just like shout into the void or like make the like the least worst choice on a ballot like that's not what this is yeah and 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 so like i can understand like having that that relationship with voting where you're like yeah all the terrible votes that i've cast that shouldn't be how you decide like who i get to marry or or what my family looks like 
I agree. Yeah. That's not what this was. Yeah. Yeah. What we need is a council of geriatric elders who will dictate what rights humans within our national borders right. have. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's cool. democratic way. Yeah. That's the, the, the way that, you know, a country with that kind of model ought to impose its will on the rest of the world. Absolutely. I can't think of a better decision-making body than just the richest people who don't know where they are at any given time. That's really <laughs> right. who should be deciding what, what populations yeah. have rights. Yeah. yeah, and you can't just pick and choose when a government gets to be authoritarian. You can't just say, like, well, yeah, this Democrat, this 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 government should be run democratically, except for when we decide uh, who constitutes a person with rights. And then they should be authoritarian, because that is a bad path to go down as well yeah, um yeah so. and, and that's that's also like my my offhand comment at the beginning of this wildflower where i was saying like you know like yeah it should just be like a celebrity that just like goes on a tv show and says what should be true yeah, and then everyone agrees well i mean they're referencing like every every kind of social movement that we've had in the united states in like the last in my, in my lifetime ellen degeneres yeah like i think is a perfect example of that like is the person who made it like okay to be gay in this country and, for, and for a lot of people in a lot of people's minds and okay to love george w bush again yeah yeah, yeah. and who is like a horrible boss an abusive person um and also just like a clown of like lesbianism yeah. like just this clownish Portia de la Rossi, we will treat you better Oh, she deserves so much better. <laughs> I will treat you so much better. No, but uh, no, but your plastic surgeon needs to be strung up yeah, in, in the town square because yeah, that was fucked up what they did to her. Yeah, but no, but basically what 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 I'm thinking about is that like the theory of change for a lot of American liberals is that you change the culture and then people just sort of magically agree get all all get on the same page that that what you brought visibility to is now like the good thing and then like there isn't a vote it just happens or something right like like in the in the same way that um well isn't that the way gay marriage happened right or? yeah in the way in the way that yeah that it kind of it's it felt like gay marriage happened where yeah. just like everyone just sort of like agreed that now that's normal and we're fine right and there wasn't a vote right yeah. but like <clears throat> that literally was like some geriatrics like eventually deciding to get out of the way like yeah. that's that's not that can't be better than <laughs> Yeah, like, like that's yeah. not better. And, and with like the fucking uh, Dobbs decision and stuff, there's yeah. like they tried putting that up to a vote in this past legislative uh, session. Yeah, but right before they got the government to almost shut down again, but then at the last minute, like you know, funded it. <laughs> As is the tradition, As yeah. tradition yeah. Uh, eyes to December when we're going to do it all over again. Can't wait. Um, but there was a uh, there was two pieces of legislation that came up that were of note. One was a uh, loophole for fossil fuel infrastructure um uh permitting to make it way easier to like do really shitty things to our nation state yeah. um for in the name of uh private uh fossil fuel profits uh that got shut down but also the uh enshrining uh marriage equality into law also got shot down. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, eventually we're, we'll probably get it. Who knows? I guess it depends on what, you know, horse trading is happening at the moment in December. Yeah. But yeah. Shout out to Cuba. Yeah, shout out to Cuba. You, you guys fucking did it. And I mean, you're talking about how we're hyper propagandized. So much of the coverage of this in like national press was like derisive. Like they're like, wow, Hurricane Ian bears down like country fritters around social like discussion of right. family issues yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then like, you know, just I don't know, just really like 
bad faith interpretations of what was actually passed here. Yeah, and, yeah. or only 67%. <laughs> if you were to put up gay marriage to a vote in this country today, yeah, what percentage real, of voters do you think would yeah. vote in, in favor and, and against? Like, well, that's, well, that's And that other, wouldn't be anywhere near 74% yeah. of the population voting either. Yeah, well, that's another thing about like Americans talking about voting, is that very rarely do we get to vote on the actual legislation. Yep. Usually you vote on, again the personality that says that they care about the same things you care about. Yeah, how rare are referendums and how often are they substantial? Yeah, I mean, there's never a federal referendum. And when there are state referendums, they are, they are intentionally designed to be confusing. Oh my God. So that, uh, (laughs) or or ignored completely and literally put on the other side of the ballot that you didn't even (laughs) knew existed. Like, 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 like I remember there was a, 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 a ballot initiative in Florida um, allowing for solar power yeah. again oh, yeah. <laughs> in fucking Florida that failed because Florida Power and Light, the the legal private monopoly of the over the entire state of Florida, like made it so that it sounded like it was the exact opposite yeah. of what it actually enabled. Yeah, it was deliberately worded. Yeah. It was deliberately. Yeah. Little, do you want to make it so that this the 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 citizens can't not uh, won't uh, install uh, solar? And you're like. <laughs> Wait, huh? Huh? Yeah, you're like counting the negatives to like see if it creates a positive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like that. That's yeah. Like, yeah, I agree. That sort of voting should not like have consequences. <laughs> right? you know, but if it that referendum but, like, had been written by yeah. people in communities who right. had a vested interest in solar, who talk like it you, wouldn't sound like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you yeah. want to make solar, you know, uh, initiatives in Florida easy? Yeah. Be like, yeah. yes. Right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> please. Yes, free energy, please. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> free energy from the fucking sun. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, well. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. Hope you enjoyed it. Hell yeah. Um, check out our most recent bonus episode that we just put out yep. on Patreon. On Patreon.com slash Ironweeds. About how the uh, ultra-rich are trying to escape their uh, eventual demise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so they're they're really trying to run away from what they'd sown. Yeah, they're like, ah, no seeds. Turn me, my brain into me, glass. <laughs> <laughs> me sowing, sowing. Fuck yeah, this rules. Me reaping. Ah, oh, no, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah, literally one of the options is while you're still alive, being f- turned into glass that a computer can glass read. me up dog yeah glass me up computers <laughs> yeah. are glass yeah They're fucking cool That's right true. at least my computer is got yeah. rgb lights right. i want rgb lights <laughs> you can have rgb lights <laughs> put that shit in my brain yeah <laughs> uh and if you have any ideas for um content for either the main or the bonus uh episodes that we do here on Ironweeds, let us know we'd love to hear from you in the meantime you can find us on twitter Ironweeds Pod, and on instagram Ironweeds Pod, and you can send us an email why don't you at Ironweeds Pod at, at gmail.com thank you so much we love you bye 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 peace the Guardian really did pick, like, the most appetizing picture they could come up with for <laughs> lead image for this. Just, just like, yeah, this, like, frothy... Disgu- it, it looks like cum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, or really- Yeah, or, or like, uh, something that came out of, like, a like a rabid squirrel or something. <laughs> I mean, they're trying to, like, show that you can yeah. froth it, yeah. like, regular milk, but it looks the br- disgusting. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we, we should be... Um, uh, forgiving of, of 
you know, British people don't really understand how food works and or like what looks good and what doesn't. So, so it's, <laughs> they do have some of the ugliest yeah. food in the world. Yeah. yeah. 